Track 8. Rediscovering a Past Environment At first glance, one of the most precious forms of archaeological evidence can seem like the most humble. They depart the site in often unflattering circumstances, lying concealed within large bags filled with soil and earth. These bags, known as soil samples, are a common and constant feature of almost every excavation. Once they take their leave of the field, they make their way to water-filled processing tanks, where their valuable cargo is finally revealed. From amidst the mass of mud, a treasure of environmental remains materialises, in the form of charcoal, charred cereal grains and charred seeds. When placed in the hands of specialists and combined with previous studies of ancient pollen drawn from Kerry's lake beds and peatlands, these tiny survivors allow us to chronicle millennia of environmental change. These biofacts and ecofacts bring into focus an epic story, some 15,000 years in the making. It began when the last ice sheets retreated from Kerry and the Lee Valley, leaving behind a denuded landscape ripe for colonisation. Slowly, plants, small bushes and trees began to advance. By 11,000 years ago, scrub woodlands of juniper and dwarf birch held sway, supported by a cast of grasses, shrubs and herbs. By 8,000 years ago, these too had been driven to the margins. By then, large deciduous woodlands had wrested control, enveloping the countryside in oak, hazel, elm, willow and pine. It was into these great forests that Kerry's first Mesolithic hunter-gatherers stepped, more than 6,500 years ago. It was not until 6,000 years ago, with the arrival of the Neolithic's first farmers, that humans started to have a lasting impact on this vast canopy. In prehistoric Tralee, they turned to the oak and hazel woodland that surrounded them as a source of food, fuel and as building material. Though they cleared some trees for their animals and crops of wheat and barley, the forest remained an important source of nutrition. For thousands of years to come, locals would turn to the woodlands near the River Lee for wild foods like hazelnuts, wild apples and pears, berries and herbs. The Kerry pollen records indicate a major upsurge in woodland clearance about 4,500 years ago, just as the first copper tools began to appear. The integral role of timber in early metal production had made trees increasingly vulnerable. As agriculture intensified and the population increased, some species struggled to cope. Around 4,000 years ago, pine declined precipitously across the island, the victim of both land clearance and an increasingly wet climate. In its place, blanket bog began to form. By the Middle Bronze Age, 3,600 years ago, the residents of the Lee Valley were living in a more open landscape, with many of their farms located on open heathland. The course of the Bronze Age also brought a change in crop preference, with local farmers increasingly favouring hulled barley at the expense of the naked variety. 
While archaeological evidence for the Iron Age can prove enigmatic, the pollen record shows that woodland clearance was continuing apace. Pine declined again 2,000 years ago, and in many places it never recovered. Nevertheless, there were still large areas of mixed woodland in and around the Lee Valley, where locals exploited a variety of species. It is even probable that some woodland recovered following the Iron Age clearances. Oats and the ever-present hulled barley were part of a landscape of livestock and cereal farming that continued to ramp up into the early medieval period, beginning more than 1,500 years ago when hulled barley, wheats and probably spelt and rye proved popular. However, the River Lee and its tributaries remained a woodland realm where pockets of alder and birch clung on. 700 years ago, during the high medieval period, the people of the Lee Valley were carefully managing their woodland, employing techniques like coppicing to increase yields. This was also the time when the first non-native trees, such as beech and walnut, were deliberately introduced into the country. The relentless pressure that the post-glacial forests had been subjected to since the dawn of the Neolithic reached its culmination in the 17th and 18th centuries. This was when the last areas of major woodland were targeted for a range of industrial activities, such as charcoal production. In an effort to re-establish some of what was lost, managed woodlands began to emerge in the 18th and 19th centuries, some of which still survive to this day. It is through this ancient environmental evidence that we can best understand the genesis of our own modern landscape. These tiny, sometimes microscopic objects tell the origin story of the agricultural patchwork of fields that we see in the Lee Valley today, representing just the latest chapter in an ongoing environmental narrative that began so many millennia ago.